Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? change in the life of a a new believer, if there's no repentance and there's no change, that's probably not a valid faith. I would say it's probably not. Because the true fruit of the gospel is a changed life, a repentant heart and a changed life, willing to cast off the old and not go back to it like a dog to your vomit. I know that's a gross example, but it's biblical. (laughs) And in the same way, you know, new believers need help like Bartimaeus. He's blind. How's he going to get to Jesus? He had to be led to him. And that's our task, Christian. We're to lead all those blind people to Jesus and stay with them and disciple them and help them along the way. But I love this because I love that Jesus asks him, even though it's so obvious, Jesus still makes it personal and he asks blind Bartimaeus, he asks him specifically what he wants from him. Verse 51, so Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And I'll just stop there for a second because... I feel led in the Holy Spirit today, by the Holy Spirit today, to ask you that same question. If Jesus was here today physically, standing right here, and he came up to you individually, and he asked you simply this, what do you want me to do for you? What's the one thing you want me to do for you right now? Think about that answer. What's the one thing you would ask Jesus to do right now? And I tricked you because you got another test today, because that was a test. What was the first thing that popped into your head? Not the second thing, not the thing you wrestled with and said, well, that's not spiritual enough. I need to switch over to something more spiritual. But what's the first thing that popped into your head when you thought about that question? That'll tell you a lot about where you're at with the Lord right now. Was it selfish? Was it self-focused? Was it focused on others? Was it physical? Monetary things? Possessions? What was it? Only you know, it's okay. Because the Lord knows too. But it should help you to know where you're at with the Lord. What's the one thing you would ask Jesus to do for you today? And this is what I love about our Lord is we can ask him every day. We can go boldly to the throne room of grace. But it continues and said, The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. And this is wonderful too because another one of my favorite passages in Scripture, they all are, but... You know, only two times in the Gospel of Mark do we see this word Rabboni used. It's used here by this blind man who spiritually could see. Teacher, Rabboni. But we also know later at the tomb, Mary would go to the tomb to anoint the body of Jesus. She obviously was going to ask the Roman soldiers to open the tomb so she could, by custom, anoint the body of Jesus. But when she got there, the stone had been rolled away and there was no body in that tomb. And being desperate and crying, she thought the gardener was there, and she begged him, Sir, tell us, tell me what you did with the body of my Lord. And I love that passage. And we'll look at this on Resurrection Sunday, but I love that passage 
Because I can hear my own name, and you should hear your own name in it. Jesus is standing there. She doesn't know it's him. He's resurrected. He looks different. He probably sounds different. But there's something in his voice when he said her name. He said, Mary. And she knew immediately. And she turned and looked at him and said, Rabboni. She knew it was the risen Lord. And I want you to think about that today. No matter what you're going through, no matter how desperate it seems, no matter how tough it is, no matter if you've been fighting with your spouse or fighting with someone else or going through hard times or financial difficulties, it doesn't matter health issues. It doesn't matter what you're going through. The Lord is there for you. Turn your gaze upon him and listen for your name because that's how much he loves you and me. He loves us that much. And he loved John Newton. Many of you know the story of John Newton. He was a captain of slave boats. He was doing things that were wicked. He was in a wicked profession. But we know he came to Christ. John Newton lived in the 1700s and the early 1800s. And his life is a powerful testimony of repentance, true change. And we know that man went on to write which is prob- what is probably the greatest Christian song ever written. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. But you know, he also... John Newton wrote a poem about blind Bartimaeus, and it's called Mercy, O Thou Son of David. It was later turned into a hymn, but it goes like this. Mercy, O Thou Son of David, thus blind Bartimaeus prayed. Others by the word are saved, now to me afford thine aid. Many for his crying chide him, but he called the louder still, till the gracious Savior bid him, come and ask me what you will. What a beautiful picture, but remember, we are or to go boldly to our king. We have the same avenue to go and petition our Lord daily. Whatever you're going through, Hebrews 4.16 reminds us, therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Are you in a time of need? (laughs) Go boldly to the throne room of grace. That's the same king where he tells us we can cry out, Abba, Father, which means daddy, by the way. You have full permission to fling the door of heaven wide open and go boldly into the throne room of grace and climb up on his lap and say, Abba, I need you. No matter what you're going through, don't let religion hold you back. It's all about relationship. So Bartimaeus, he throws off the old and he comes boldly to the Lord and look at the result. Verse 52, the first part. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. What an awesome, true story. Again, I I tell you, this is one of my favorites. This man who was unclean, the son of uncleanliness, who was blind, who couldn't see. But the same man who recognized who Jesus was, the son of David, the Messiah, he cries out for mercy and Jesus gives him mercy. And not only that, he stops Jesus right in his tracks. And he threw off his old life. And he became new. He became brand new. And speaking of John Newton, his song says this, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. And this is why the story of blind Bartimaeus is so powerful. Because it's your story. And it's my story. It's a beautiful story. And remember, we as Christians are not better than anyone else. We're like blind Bartimaeus. We're just beggars showing other beggars where to find bread. We're not greater or better, but we know who we are in Christ. And greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And whatever you're going through, whatever you face, you can face it with him. He has you. This blind man, he was so thankful. 
He followed Jesus. It tells us in verse 52, look at this, and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. And you need to know something. All three synoptic gospels have this account, and all three say immediately. It's not just ADD Peter here. Remember, the gospel of Mark was, was most likely dictated to Mark by Peter. And we know Peter can be a little ADD at times, right? And everything in the gospel of Mark is immediately, immediately. But all three gospels, the synoptic gospels, tell us that immediately he was healed. Immediately. And I won't go into the whole function of that because to heal the eyes, it's something remarkable, especially if somebody was born blind. But I just want you to think about this. This is another thing that was really striking to me this week. Blind Bartimaeus is healed. He's probably never seen an image before. And what's the first thing he sees? <laughs> the face of Jesus. <laughs> and then I remember one pastor when we were talking about this, he said, yeah, but think about that. It was all downhill after that. <laughs> I mean, how do you top that? The face of Jesus. But then I started thinking about what also blind Bartimaeus would see now that he could see his, his Lord, his Savior. It says in the, in the perfect tense that he followed him, which means he became a follower of Jesus that day. Obviously, he was already trying to follow him, but he became a true follower. He followed Jesus. And what would happen? They would then go into Jerusalem. And he would get to see the beautiful day, the wonderful day when Jesus would ride a donkey into Jerusalem. And all the crowds are yelling, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Baruch Hashem Adonai. And they're crying out and they're laying the palms. And he saw that and he was probably joyous and he probably was just amazed at what was going on. But then four days later, what would he see? Not only would he also see Judas betray his Lord, but he would see many of those same people who were crying out for the king, crying now, crucify him. And then what would he see? He would see his Lord beat and mocked, and spat upon, and scourged, and his beard ripped from his face. He would see him hung on a criminal's cross. He would see nails in his hands and his feet. He would watch his king bleed out in the first week or two of having his sight. He saw a lot. But I believe Bartimaeus also saw the resurrection. And as I said, I believe we're going to see him in heaven. And I love this story because of that. But I want you to be reminded today that Jesus gave Bartimaeus mercy. He gave him mercy, and he'll do the same for you and me. All week I was praying, and I just kept hurting for people. And I, I can't put a finger on it. I just know it's the Lord. And I was hurting for people for various things, whatever you're going through. God is full of mercy and compassion, full of grace. He loves you. He's there for you and me. He will never leave you or forsake you. No matter what you think you've done, no matter what you've gone through in this life, no matter how hard it gets, this life is temporary. And we have a king who did die for us and provided a way for us to have an eternity that we don't fully understand in a perfect place called heaven. And so just be encouraged by that today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word and thank you for the story of Bartimaeus. And Lord, I do look forward to meeting him. God, let us be like him. Let us cast off the old. Let us seek the new. Help us to have eyes to see. Help us to, be, to have the courage, Lord, to follow you, to speak up for you, to not shun others, Lord, but to speak up and to be an example of what we're supposed to be, Lord. Praise you and we honor you. In Jesus' name. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.